Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. New episode of the Watch Up Walk-Ons. It's championship week. The Hawks are not participating in Indianapolis, but there are still plenty of games, plenty of action going on this weekend. The Big Ten West has a couple new coaches, and we talk about their arrival, what they will do for the West, and the outlook for those West teams over the next few years. And we start this one off with the news about Mickey Joseph. What an episode. Let's have a day. Let's go. Welcome back, Washington Walk-Ons fans. Episode 373 of this here podcast. And we may have just lost to Nebraska, but sounds like Nebraska's taking more L's because I just opened up our Discord and saw that Mickey Joseph got locked up for domestic violence. So uh, that feels like it has to be on the docket. <clears throat> Sam McCown, sports editor and a Nebraska columnist for the Omaha World Herald. Tweet from... Two minutes ago, former interim Nebraska head coach Mickey Joseph has been arrested and booked into Lancaster County Jail on suspicion of strangulation and third-degree assault. Boys, what the fuck is going on? He was practicing his (laughs) jujitsu. With with a non-consensual partner? (laughs) What is going on? Well, the bright side for them is they didn't name him their permanent head coach because that would have been a really tough look. Can you imagine if they did? (laughs) I I doubt Matt Rule will be keeping him on staff now. Is this a... Is this a spiral from him not being named the guy? Like the timing is is impeccable. Is a little bit mysterious. Boy, strangulation is Drake in Omaha? Cause he might be. That's the issue, Drake. That's the thing. Is 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 for you? you here, you want to know what? You're with the commenter. The first comment on that tweet is, "Let's hire Mickey." <laughs> And it comes from an account that is titled Trev Fat Alberts. 
Twitter's amazing. Honestly, just sounds like he should be uh, appointed like head of the riot committee or something. You know, I was gonna say make him Matt Rule, make him Matt Rule security. You know, guy's got a great triangle. I guess he must. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can you imagine if Goat Wallace was arrested for strangulation <laughs> or like like one of our coaches? Like that's the that's the equivalent. This is unbelievable. Oh, it is. What? I'm just making fun of you for being retarded. <sighs> so we started with that on 373. Where do you go from there? I don't know. That's just a good start. Where does Nebraska go from there? I mean, I, I, Matt Rule's hiring was on the docket, so I guess we just. I guess we just. I think it's start. a good get for them. He was successful at Temple. Yeah, very much so. Successful at Baylor. Very much so. Pulled them out of a shithole spot. Not successful in Carolina. At the professional the level. Thing, We've seen amazing college coaches not be good at the professional level. It's honestly, it's it's almost incomparable, the job of an NFL head coach to a college head coach. It's totally different. It's totally different. I would love to have, I'd love to have a couple, God, we need a couple coaches on that have actually done it to just, I'd love to hear a couple coaches talk about the difference. From their perspective. Let's just call Saban. You want to call Nick? I'll call him. Okay. When you get his number, let me know, and we'll bring him on the washed-up walk-ons. I'd ask. Some people can do it, but it's uh, you're no longer coaching kids. Um, school is no longer part of the equation. Don't have to recruit anymore. You don't recruit. It's all about scouting, which you have an entire department for. Um, a- adult management, in a way. You are uh, ego management. Yeah, ego management. You're like the HR. You're like head of HR as an NFL head coach. It's uh, it's totally different. You you're not responsible for developing them as. As men, um, you kind of expect them to already be there. It's weird. It's weird. Um, but they get Matt Rule. And he's said all the right things so far. Um, again, a, a good podcast host. This is re- where I really lack because being one of the hosts in uh, one third of this ordeal, we had like a a true producer on the show, they'd like put up a clip of his press conference, but he's saying all the right things said. He wants to establish a line of scrimmage. He wants to recruit and, and, and win at the line of scrimmage with physicality and a good run game. I don't know. I don't know. Drake, when you were gone uh, from the Searles podcast, we talked about Kevin posed the question to, to Searles, how long does a coach deserve to turn around a program? And Kevin said at least three years, but then we kind of 
kind of uh, arrived, Jeremiah and I both said five. And it's like, you kind of need that long. Probably should see improvement by year three. So we're probably looking at a half decade of Matt Rule now. And he's getting paid. How many years did they give Frost? Because he sucked for as many years as he was there. So that tells you how long their uh, leash is. Six. There you go. Mm, five. 18, five. 19, 20, 21, four and a half. There you go. You That's better it. get her done by year four or uh, start looking for a vacation. Yeah, 2018 was his first year, I believe. Yeah. Which you sort of noted, or Searles noted that in year three for him, there wasn't really a lot of signs of Yeah, it has to be trending upwards, right? Yeah. And if it's trending, if it, you're at year three and trending status quo or down, then you could probably make the make the decision like, hey, we got we to gotta change course here. But if it's like year three and you, you, you've got some forward momentum, you got to give him a little bit more leash. Can't strangle people either. Gotta yeah, stay, no strangling people. Got to no. stay away no. from the strangulation charges. I know it's tempting, but uh, that's something we do have to avoid. There's that's why Drake. I wish Brian. That's why Drake actually started doing jujitsu because then he could do it legally. That's facts. I mean, that is a hundred percent facts. Drake, if you didn't do jujitsu, you would have gotten a charge by now. I'd be dead. You'd be dead by now. Trying to strangle the wrong person, dude. I think he's. I was not in a good place pre jujitsu. We were you in a good place? Long fucking direction, boys. I mean, yeah, like Cooper said, are, are we in a good place now? How are we doing, Drake? Much better. I mean, Argue, arguably, I mean, relative, I suppose. Yeah, it's all relative. You can only grade on your own scale. What scale? What's what number are you right now? Like a six out of ten, seven out of ten. Oh, How big is the curve in your in the, your test? You know, like is everyone failing, but you get curved up to a B, or is it sort of small curve in, in, in Drake's? No, it's a small curve. Okay, that's good. it hooks slightly to the left. Now, there have been some fails on that curve for sure. It's been a few but, drops, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm passing right now. Good job, Drake. That's hey man, that's all you gotta do is pass every day, right? That's right. I'll tell you what, if Tell you what, if that fake contractor tries to come at you, it might be uh it might be the end of the curve. It'd be a shout short day to, for him. Shout out to DHT for those who know. Um see you when I see ya. Uh Discord was wild today. Swish Swish was on another level. Can't um, believe he said what he said. Uh, can't believe he did what he did. I, I can. I can believe it. And if you guys, I'm not even arguing for you to come to the Patreon anymore. I don't want, I don't even want you there. If you're not there already, I don't want you. (laughs) But if you are there and you're not participating in the discord or at least like lurking, make an account and just lurk and listen to the conversations that happen in that place. It's, it's a magical place. It's like an adult Disney, Disney world. Crazy. That's one way of putting it. Drake. You just eating nuts right now, buddy? You're just snacking on nuts, huh? Got to get my protein. 
And that's the that's the route, huh? Nuts for protein. Hey, if you eat almonds all day and then you eat your meals, you're getting a whole lot more protein, are you not? I guess a little bit, yeah. Um, you guys, this is uh, six grams per handful. So actually, it's saying six grams per ounce, which is much less than a handful. So okay, suck my balls. How's that sound? I would prefer not to join you in eating the nuts. Well, um, that's what you need to do. Put these balls in your mouth. Pussy. Someone breaking in, Kev? Every time you look out your window in your office, I feel like someone's breaking in. Yeah, man, I just got to keep an eye on these fools out here, man. Yeah, out in Tiffin, in the rich people area. Yeah, in your neighborhood. I don't, I don't live in Tiffin. Yeah, that's why I said it, Kevin. I don't want to dox you. I kind of do. Should we? I have Kevin's well. address. Since he's being a smart ass, let's just pull up the GPS and put a red marker on his doorstep. I've got both your addresses saved because I send you gear sometimes. So I can just dox you both. And I'll put mine on there too. Fuck it. <laughs> I wish someone, I wish someone would come try me. <laughs> come try me. Yeah, Kevin will just tear his peck in an arm bar again. Damn right. Yeah, um, that I saw this that funny hurt. video. It's like the caption is breaking into the house of a guy who does jujitsu, and guy breaks he in. Just sits down. The guy immediately sits down on the ground. Like, what I are you gonna do? <laughs> I saw a similar one. It was, it was like when the guy breaks in and knows jujitsu, but so does the homeowner, and they both and they sit, both down. sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. And you know what's oh, hilarious? Man. This is really applicable because yesterday at wrestling practice, uh, which I am not good at, yeah, I got absolutely murked by an 18-year-old kid, multiple-time oh. state champ. It was very clear how many levels there are to uh, to like human domination because that motherfucker ate my lunch in wrestling. You got now, to be the sub. Now, when we went to jujitsu, I sat down and I promptly put him in a triangle. But that just plays into your point. I guess that's – yeah, and that's that's where I don't even understand because I I would think that jujitsu, you'd be able to translate it to wrestling. Wrestlers are very good at negating jujitsu for a period of time. Okay. Huh. You guys, uh, you guys post your Spotify wrapped yet or don't even have Spotify, pal. Not a Spotify guy myself. Yeah. I, use I have the free version and I listen to Rogan and Rogan only. So it would have one name on there and it would say bro Jogan. Drake's that guy. Like, Oh, he listens to Joe Rogan. <laughs> and I don't listen to him that much. I listen to most of the ones that he does with, and most of the ones he does with MMA fighters. And then I'll listen to a political analyst every once in a while or like, a, you know, whoever those smart socioeconomical people are and try and figure out what's going on in the world. But then I get mad and then I just go back to the comedians. I get mad. Sounds about right. Um, how about the boys? Ike and Bo having us in their top five. Feels good. Feels good. It feels feels feel. real good that the, the boys are out there supporting us. Out there checking in, seeing what we're yeah. doing every day. Every I, I do I do love the, the old text from Ike or 
so Clute, or Ike or Josie or Bo every now and then about referencing something we said on the podcast. Yeah. And then getting a kick out of it. Because it's like, it's yeah. like, dude, what are you, why are you listening to us, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You didn't care what any three of us had to say when we lived together. <laughs> they missed us, dude. They didn't want to miss us, and then they fucked around and missed us. Yeah. Yeah. They fell into it. it a trap. That's what they get for being too successful and moving halfway <laughs> across the country and getting paid millions of dollars to play football. I, I, I'm so... I did one of those things. Yeah, you, you did move halfway across the country. Didn't get real successful or make millions of dollars, but I moved. But you're trying. Trying your best. Trying your best. We're gonna turn this into a Joe Rogan style podcast. We're selling to Spotify for a hundred mil. Man, dude, I I mean, at this point, one mil. You know, just one. That's your numbers, like spot. Okay, what's your numbers say? You can never do this podcast again. Like we own the rights, and you're fired. My cut or our cut. You get 34% of the cut. Okay, so I need my 34% to be. <sighs> Remember, this is forever now. I know. But like in this scenario, I'm just not allowed to podcast anymore. Or I have to re- I have to, if I want to podcast and rebuild, I can still do that. You can, you can rebuild. But Washed Up Walk-Ons is owned by somebody else and you were not a part of it. Okay. I'm confident in my abilities. I would sell I'd sell out right now if my 34% was worth like $500. I was $250. Um no. Uh ooh, 4 or 500 grand? Wow. Clubby, a little loyal to the brand. Let's go. Yeah. Either that or I think he just really He's like just loyal to how much or how lucrative he knows this podcast can be in the future. Well, yeah, I'm the one who looks at the numbers and I know how much we can make if we keep if we keep going. So he and if we keep worth Kevin. If we can keep growing and finding ways to <clears throat> I mean make this profitable. It is a business as much as I love what I love the people who are like When are we gonna stop fucking around selling feet picks? I'll sell dick pics if anybody in the Patreon wants it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did say that I'd start the OnlyFans if uh, all of Leo's predictions came true, which was like transfers and the offensive staff being wiped out and all this other shit that was going on. I was like, okay, I'll start an OnlyFans if that shit happens. Um, yeah, I'd say four, four or 500 grand. And then I'd rebuild. I'd start the... Uh, you know, we, we could find something else. We could start. Do you, do you remember what our, our names were down to when we were first starting this podcast? Yes. Um, we were like three votes away from being called two yard dogs and a pole cat. Yeah. Which was, that was too, <laughs> it was too specific. I didn't hate it, but it was too specific. I didn't hate I, it either, dude. Because you didn't I, hate, ah, man, I hated that one. Did not like it. It was just, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a mouthful, right? Yeah. Um, washed up like, walk-ons just, I like, just like it's just like McDonald's, man. It's like, it just works, <laughs> wow. You think we're McDonald's? <laughs> no, I'm saying like the name. You ever, you ever watched the movie, the founder? I haven't. And I'm, have, I've been meaning to, and, 
I'll fast forward to the end. He's like, you know what the thing about it was? It was the name McDonald's. That's, that's what it is. Just like, I, I get it. Classic it, rolls off the tongue. Washed up walk-ons, man. It's got the it factor. It really yeah. does. Like, um, there is this, there is this, uh, like when I try to break down the success of this podcast on the, on the back end of things, and I'm, I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm trying to think of how do we build off of the infrastructure of what we have, right? We've got this name, we've got, you know, we're, we use the Hawk colors, we've got Hawks by a million, we have the, the Patreon, all this different stuff, the donation to the kids hospital. And sometimes I think of like, man, we got lucky. There's a few things we just got lucky with. One, our chemistry sort of off the chain, right? The way that us three, when we're all together, interact and and contribute to the pie. We can say very mean things to each other and still be okay with each other. Well, that was well, sort I, of – I doubt there's a, there's a podcast out there that knows each other as intimately as uh... – It'd be tough. (laughs) Take that as any way you will, as we do. Well, (laughs) there's some, I'm sure there's some couples out there who do podcasts who have. Yeah, Kevin and I banged Kluver once. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we'll sell the video that we took of it on the OnlyFans when we started. But that's going to be a top tier subscription. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's like, you're going to have to be at this, at this hundred dollar tier for like two years for that to unlock um we it's pretty intimate i mean we're gonna get back to our episode here in a quick second but we want to let you guys know about our sponsor drf sportsbook as you guys know they've been the title sponsor for a long time around here big supporter of the walk-ons and the walk-ons are big supporters of them right if you want to dabble in sports betting you want to dip the toe in Right, you can use the old ia.drf.com to get yourself started and maybe start making yourself a little bit of money. I personally just made some money on the USA soccer team to advance to the round of 16. Money line, cashed it, USA freedom, let's go. I also had Pulisic, I don't know if that's how you say his name, to be the goal scorer and Steph Curry in a in a combo parlay USA star boost at plus 650 odds, and that one hit as well. So you can bet soccer. Basketball is starting up. Iowa basketball looking pretty decent to start the year. You can bet on the boys there. Or this weekend, you could even play some bets on championship games across the country. Michigan, Purdue, TCU, K-State, Georgia, LSU, whoever you would like, place those bets at drfsportsbook.com. Use the code. Don't use the code. Use the URL, ia.drf.com to get there. And uh, don't forget about those washed-up walk-ons boosts either. You'll be able to see those boosted odds for some of our favorite picks. Also want to let you guys know that this podcast is sponsored by AdCraft Custom Merchant Apparel. I'm actually wearing, as I read this ad, wearing one of the pieces, Let's Have a Day sweatshirt. Those will be back soon. And it's comfy, it's warm, and that's why I'm wearing it. The, the stuff, the inventory, the product that they bring is incredible. And if you have any custom advertising, advertising custom needs, I suppose you could use some clothes for advertising. If you need custom apparel, right? Sports team, you know, softball league, your kid's team, your team at work. 
you have a funny idea that you think might sell, you ha- shoot, you could open up your own store, start a little side hustle if you feel like you're a good designer. That's basically what we've done. They operate everything for us and they'll operate everything for you if you decide to sell your merchandise through them. They pack, pick, ship, and everything. They handle the customer service. They handle all of the orders, all of the printing, and they have incredible pricing and products. It's a no-brainer. AdCraft Custom Apparel and Merchandise. Use them for all of your custom apparel web store needs. Shout out to the boys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, Kevin and I basically would sit there and talk Clash of Clans and life and just like sit, literally sit in our doorways for just hours. God, there was some good conversation. I missed the fuck out Dude, of that, man. Remember our plan? Like, we had, like laid out a whole ass syllabus of how we we're going to teach a class at the University of Iowa have Clash of Clans. <laughs> That's you were into that. Shit, your man. free time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Kevin and I, there were some spans in there where we spent an ungodly amount of time on on a certain thing that we just shouldn't have. Right. Kevin and I, and we've, I think we've mentioned this before. There was a three month period where Kevin and I got stuck in permanent KF voice. <laughs> it's true. Literally when we were, everything we said to each other was in KF voice. When we were outside of the building, couldn't stop it, it too. It was just it, involuntary at that it point. It was permanent to the point where we were annoying each other with it. We're like, fuck, we got to stop. <laughs> but everything, oh, shit, all right. You fucking hungry? Let's go to Poncheros, huh? Fuck, let's get in the car. I mean, it was ridiculous. Everything. <laughs> we would say goodnight to each other in KF voice. Now, well, that's, uh, yeah, that's a little homo, but. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> did you order your Poncheros at a KF voice? We might have. They have. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, obviously there was a, there was a, uh, I think, I believe it was 11 or 12 days that we finished all 60 episodes of game of Thrones. It was like, it it was two calendar weeks, but we only watched on like 11 days, 11 of the 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. We just did things that were just drawn out a lot and we had big ideas and the podcast was not one of them. I don't know how we did pizza reviews. We were the Dave Portnoy of Iowa City. You weren't, though. <clears throat> and No, we were. And people loved it. They didn't. They did. I had people <laughs> adding me on Snapchat that didn't even know me because they heard there was pizza reviews going on. People were hyped. It was Thursday around 1 o'clock. Hey, when's the pizza review coming out? I had people asking. I, I had people hated those. Yeah. So did everybody at first. You remember we made, uh, we made Christmas cards our senior year. Too. We made Christmas cards. In, yeah, we, we got the one bite everybody knows the rules t-shirts and we made christmas cards for the whole team we passed them out to the entire fucking team 
God damn it, we are assholes. <laughs> Holy shit. Like that's that's like one of the things like as a freshman you get like beat up for doing something like that. People look at you like, what the fuck are these? Guys? Who the fuck is this guy? But then by senior, senior year, you fuck around and do whatever. You've earned the respect, and now you're making Christmas cards. Kevin and I posed in the um, Step Brothers, uh, the the cover of the Step Brothers movie. I believe I don't know who's sitting down, who's standing up, but one has his sh- his hands on the other shoulder. Kevin was standing. Okay. And uh, yeah, made a Christmas card. Spent like I don't know, hundred bucks on Christmas. Cards. Nah, I, honestly, Walgreens it ain't that it ain't that expensive. It was like it was like forty bucks. bucks. Yeah, okay, it's like forty. Completely bucks. worth it. Oh yeah, totally worth it. We should get Mickey Joseph on the podcast. We should. We should <laughs> definitely reach out to Mickey Joseph. I think he'd come on. He should be on an episode of Dickhead Tuesday. Talk us through how. At this talk point. us through the through the sequence, you know, how did he get her down? What takedown did he use? What did he do to secure the back? Did did she struggle? Was it easy? I, I want to know the details. Okay. Who says it wasn't a guy? You know? Could have been. Could have been. Does Matt Rule worry you? At Nebraska, even one nah, tenth. They're gonna fucking stink, no matter what. It just depends on if we stink worse. Okay. If we continue to stink, then that's our fault. <clears throat> they're how about teams. how about Luke uh, Luke Fickle at Wisconsin? That's a better hire. Luke Fickle that, was really good at Cincinnati, and Wisconsin is a historically good program. So that could that could that be a problem. Too is dangerous. That's dangerous. You I know, think I think we'll want to play for them. Yeah, I, I agree with Drake um, halfway. I think Matt Rule will take Nebraska back to a competitive level. You think unfortunately, unfortunately. He'll, at le- he'll at least make a bowl game? He will make some bowl games, absolutely. Yes. I agree. Um, whether he takes it to like being the top of the Big Ten West for as long as the Big Ten West is still a thing, who knows? Um, if he can get it back to like where they were even in Bo Pelini years. But I, I hundred percent expect them to improve over what they've shown basically over the last seven, eight years, right? It's hard not to. Right. I mean, it's a low bar, honestly, right? I mean, dead ass, Kevin. Kevin, I, I ser- I'm serious with this question. If, if for some godforsaken reason, Trev Alberts called, you, you got a call, you're on your way to like fix a knee, and he's like, Kev, I don't know you. I heard a lot of great things. We'd love for you to take over the Nebraska program. You don't have a choice. You're coming to Nebraska. And you're like, okay. I mean, fuck, it's seven and a half million for the first year. I'll take it. You're like, okay, I'm moving to Lincoln. Could Kevin Ward not fucking win three games at Nebraska? Four games? I swear to God, this is a dead ass question. You you schedule me three cupcakes at the beginning of the year. I'll win three games. Dude, I'm I'm saying. Drake. Do you think so? Yeah, dude. Kevin's a smart enough guy to hire a good staff. You got a good enough staff, you're gonna you're gonna win games. I swear to God, I I actually, if you put odds on it, I would bet money on Kevin Ward to go in <laughs> and by year four have a have a better season than than Scott Frost's best season, which I think was five games, five wins. I think they went to a bowl. Did they go to a bowl as a five and seventeen one year? 
They have, I don't believe so. I'll check right. on that. But Kevin, give Maybe me your thoughts was. on that scenario. Did Scott Frost coach Gabe's hammered drunk? Because in the press conferences, he looked like hell. And like hell, his teams always stink. So uh, the guy looked like he was always coming off like an 18 hour bender at the casino where he's just yep. chain smoking some sick rail and coke. Yeah. Uh, he he looked like an unhealthy person there, especially towards the end. They did um, not go to a bowl game as a five win team. Their last bowl game was the Music City Bowl in 2016. Tough. Um, Last Power Five conference uh, to not make a bowl game. Longest drought of a bowl game for a Power Five team. Wow. Really? That because, bad, huh? because Kansas ended that this year. Good for them. <laughs> now, could I? Yeah, man. I, I think, honestly, being a head coach, the coaching football part might be the easiest part because all your position coaches are doing it. Well, even, even that, man, like, um, you got to think about like recruiting, building a culture and getting a good staff. I think all of those are more difficult than actually coaching the sport of football. Agree. Agree. And that's why like head coaches these days are more like you want like a CEO type person than like, uh, you know, sometimes there's great offensive and defensive coordinators out there who just aren't fit to be head coaches. And yeah. some, a lot are, right, you know, but there's a, some that like, the position of head coach just doesn't come natural to them. They're just uh, good. They were just good offensive coordinators, had a great offensive or football mind or defensive football mind. But the head coach has a different skill set requirement. I would argue that it, there's some flipped ones, too. There's probably some guys out there who wouldn't be great coordinators, but could oh, lead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I would I'll catch hate for this. I think Brian might be one of those guys. I think Brian would be a great head football coach. Unfortunately, he hasn't proven to be a even good offensive coordinator, at least statistically. There's some arguments in there of how much you can really judge him based on the freedom he's been given, the ingredients he's baking the cake with. I mean, there's, there's one thing that's really no doubt is he's a damn good position coach. Damn good at the O-line. Yeah. And, and the one thing that Brian had was passion, and players get behind that passion. People know he cares. And they would fall. And I mean, Drake's talked about it. Drake would follow. We would all follow him into fucking war. I'd have Brian on my side of war any day. And that's like the kind of head coach that you want. It's very similar to KF. He he has a lot of his dad's qualities. I would follow when God when KF starts to get emotional, dude. Dude, f- sign me up. There isn't many things. You think back to the the times of the Gladiator, where the three hundred were like, "Hey, we're going to die for our people." Right, the Persians are gonna just murder the fuck out of us, but we will die with honor. I think about that and I go, Well, maybe I'm sick that day, you know? <laughs> I'm a bit of a pussy. I'm sick that day, right? Sorry, uh Leonidas, but I'm feeling a little under the weather and my spear isn't sh- I didn't I forgot to sharpen it. But if KF is at the head of the pack? Lead me into war, baby. Give me death. I would love to watch Kluber get speared in the forehead. That's not the point of this conversation. <laughs> Why the forehead? Come on. Because it's huge and it's shiny and it's a perfect target for a spear. <laughs> I'd headbutt it. Dude, I'll tell you what. You know, one thing that I think could make Kevin. 
having a great head coach that a lot of head coaches don't have? Um, I, tell me. How fucking sexy he is, dude. Imagine him just walking up in these at-home visits, telling uh, telling the old man and the kid to go have a game of catch while he rails the mom, and then next week the kid's committed to his university. Please, please inform me. How? How in your mind does banging the recruit's mom while the son and Mom's, dad are outside Mom's playing have catch. a lot of pull in families, dude. She could really say, listen, that that Coach Ward, he really wants the best for you. He's the he's the one. This, I'm telling you. I, I can't. This fuck, I love this podcast so much. Oh, fuck. I can't even say it. what the fuck. Listen here, listen here, Mrs. What? Johnson. I've what? seen your I've seen your son's tape, right? The kid can tote the rock. Okay, he's a he's an he's an incredible so, athlete. I feel like you should use a different name than Mrs. Johnson and tote the rock because we literally have a running back named Caleb Johnson who's <clears throat> toting the rock for us. Right Maybe now. yeah, that you're probably right. Johnson's just like very common and running back. Okay, Mrs. Smith. Boy, your, you know, your son can play. He can really play DB. You know, he's, he's got great ball awareness, and I, I have a feeling that he gets that ball awareness from you. You have pretty good ball awareness too, Mrs. Smith. Now, when is Mr. Smith getting home? Because I, I do have some things that I'd like to lay out, and one of them's my cock. Yeah, one of them's pipe. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Please turn our podcast off. This is smut. This is fucking horrible. Don't listen to this with your kids. It's a, it's a disclaimer. This is unbelievable. You put the disclaimer way too late there, Mel. <clears throat> All things said and done. Kevin is absolutely mind blown right now. He's, just, he's, I have no idea how I have a job still sometimes. But. <laughs> All things said, though, Drake, I think Kevin would have a little bit of that Matt LaFleur to him, right? Obviously, if LaFleur doesn't have to recruit, but uh, maybe a little, hmm, who's a good-looking college coach right now? I don't even know. Most of them are fat old dudes. Um, McVay's a good-looking cat. Yeah, but they're both in the they're both in the NFL. Regardless, Kevin, he would have a little of that swag, right? He'd walk in. And they'd like to sit down with him and talk about football, talk about their future. I think Kevin could yeah. build a culture. I think Kevin would. Kevin's culture would be if, awesome. It'd be great. They would be disciplined. Throwing bombs and banging moms. I think Wilson has the lock on that one. Yeah, that's true. Zach Wilson, all time. Talk about a, talk about a good-looking kid. All time. You know, saw him in person. Nothing special. But he's not bad looking, you know? No, not a bad looking kid, but he ain't Jimmy G. He's not. You see Jimmy G in person, you start thinking about your sexuality a little differently. Well, Jimmy G, well, Jimmy G, that, that's a man right there. And yeah. Zach Wilson, he, he's, Zach Wilson's still a little boy, kind of. And you, it almost, it almost feels, <laughs> that literally looks like a. Do you see his whole team is calling him Hemi G now? Yeah, Hemi, because of George. Yeah, you you start looking at those two, you start to feel a little pedophilic 
about Zach Wilson. But Jimmy G, you're like, wow, that guy could start a family with just about anybody. <laughs> I swear to God, I think you could get <clears throat> I bare minimum you could go four and eight every year. With their resources. Now. Okay. That's where this all started. Somehow we ended up in places that we really didn't want to be. And that's You're on a podcast kind of, with me, dude. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think the, the most important job for a head coach is getting God, how many people do you have in staff? What, I think there's 10 assistant coaches, coaches and coaches and then another 20 or so staffers, whatever. Probably. Yeah. I, I think that is by far the most important job of a head coach is getting good people around you. I agree. You can only do so much as the one guy, right? I and I think it goes I think it goes a little underrated with how the coaching staff uh becomes a family themselves. The culture within the staff, even. Yeah, exactly. That and like um, you know, the lack of turnover or the you know, or the other side of it, you know, if you have you're constant if you have like a the same head coach, but you're constantly turning over assistant coaches, yeah, it makes it hard for your players to kind of get any continuity. Um, and a lot of coaches coach things different ways too. So um yeah, to be able to build a culture that has some consistency, some longevity at your position coaches as well. Yeah. I think that's huge. And you know what I thought, um, and I guess, you know, from what I see, it's a little bit shocking to everybody. I really thought that Leonard was going to be the guy to do that in, uh, you know, for, for Madison, Wisconsin and the Badgers. Um, that one was a bit of a surprise to me. Yeah. I mean, what, the, the word on the street was that they fired Chris be, to make room for Leonard, right? Thought so. That was kind of like the feeling. And then I don't know. Um, I heard, I heard that it was just not, but a week ago, you know, during the last week of the year, like before the Iowa game or before week 13, I guess they played Minnesota. Like, Hey, you know, this is uh this is sort of a done deal. We're ready to introduce you as our head coach. And that things changed in a week. I bet it was, I bet it was just from, for, for them. It was like, Hey, he's our guy. Unless we can get, you know, top Fickle. three names on their list or something like that. And Fickle's top three in the country for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you know, they, they were saying for a long time, Fickle wasn't going to leave that job except for Ohio state, Ohio state. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, he's a good coach. He's done great things there at Cincinnati. Um, it'll be interesting to see, like he, he was recruiting very well there for an uh, American team. He was getting some really good recruits. It'd be crazy. Good recruits. Yeah. How many, uh, how many guys he gets to follow him. There from uh, from Cincinnati, kind of like uh, what happened from Oklahoma to USC. But yeah, I, I think it'll take both those coaches, but in Matt Rule and, and Fickle, time to get their systems and their guys integrated. But long term, I, I think both those programs will will be better than they have been this year. You know, I agree. Wisconsin's been a good program for a long time. This is a down year for them. Yeah. You know, over the course of the next two years, I don't see them being better than what they were beforehand. But possibly long term, I don't know. It'd also be see, interesting to see, you know, a lot of coaches have not liked how much of a hand Barry Alvarez has had in that program. He's He's got a lot of power. To he's see, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Um, 
be interesting to see, uh, you know, how much freedom fickle gets to bring his system into Wisconsin that hasn't typically run that kind of, uh, that kind of program. I'm looking at the recruiting rankings right now for Cincinnati. Um, where did he go after Cincinnati or has he been at Cincinnati this whole time? You mean before? Before, he, before? he was in the NFL before Cincinnati, right? He's coming from Cincinnati to Wisconsin. Let me look yeah. it up. Um, but the last three years, 2020, 2021, and 22, um, he raised – I mean, he. Obviously, he's got a staff there, whatever. Their average recruiting ranking bumped up 20 places in the last three years from like the six, the low 60s to like the low mid 40s. It's pretty fucking good for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, uh, Fickle was at uh, was at Ohio State. He was oh, the special that's teams right. that's coach, right. linebackers coach, defensive uh, coordinator. He's Coach Woods. Def- yeah. This is Coach Woods' project- pro- projection. This is where Coach Woods is going to end up. Yeah, and he played at Ohio State as well. So Somebody should really pay coach woods a bazillion dollars before it's too late because once you miss on him you missed yeah he's going, i mean he's, he's gonna have a kf tenure i'm telling you his refresh drake you're, you're becoming a robot lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As he bumps out here, we're going to continue conversation. Um, Yeah, Fickle could take Wisconsin to to heights. Heights. That we, it'll be interesting, man. I think he's a really good coach, and he's shown that he can uh, he can compete and win at a high level. But sometimes, 
sometimes, you know, your style of play, your program, your culture that you bring doesn't work at particular schools and geography. And Wisconsin might just be one of those, but I, I think he'll have success there. Absolutely. I do. Where do you think Leonard ends up? I don't know. I think, I think the guy's definitely bare minimum getting a DC job somewhere. He's been a, he's, I think he's a damn good coach. I think he got put in a really tough situation, taking over as an interim and, um, you know, bunch of distractions talking about, you know, having to recruit his guys every day because people are trying to pick him off as soon as Chris was out the door, uh, pick off his best players and just trying to keep the team moving forward. Uh, You know, just a really hard situation. Maybe he's just not quite ready for a head coaching job yet, but we've definitely not heard the last of him. He'll, he'll find, find a good coaching job somewhere. You know, what's interesting is there, and I, again, I don't know how much his stock is really that high right now, but um, Campbell is like one of the top three or five names right now to replace Fickle at Cincinnati. So it's a good question. Is that a step up or because he came from Toledo, right? He came from Toledo. Yeah. So he and... came from the Mac. I guess, yeah, you know, I guess it is going to be a Big 12 school next year. So it would be a lateral move, maybe even a step up. I don't know. Yeah. I would say is not a premier place to be a coach. It never has been. Cincinnati, they just recently went undefeated, played in a BCS game, and like they're kind of on the uptake. I'd much rather play for a team or coach for teams on the uptake than a team that's just perennially nobody's. Yeah, so I think the tough thing about taking the Cincinnati job is you have, especially in this day and age where, you know, you can transfer and play right away. So you're going to have a lot of attrition. You're going to come into like an empty cupboard of, you know, guys who just left, you know, you know, each class is going to have like half their guys left maybe or something like that. Um, And then it's your first year in the Big 12. I think that's a really tough situation to walk in. I think – Cincinnati might have a tough year, regardless who who they hire next year. I agree. Iowa State has um, a tough year every year, regardless. This is also the Iowa State. Iowa State is a great place for coaches like Iowa State. Quite honestly, is a great place for coaches like Matt Campbell. And he might have overstayed his welcome if this was the projection he wanted to be on. But a coach that comes up in a MAC or a or a um, uh, a Sun Belt team or a Conference USA or something like that, where they just start blowing the doors off people, and he's he's the new hot coach, and now you can step it up to a Power Five school like Iowa State, who has a pretty good fan base. You can get decent recruits there. You're probably never going to be a power, but you can you can use that as a step to then maybe ascend. To he didn't focus a, three years ago. They would have gave him Belichick's job if he took it, dude. He was Christ. That's what I'm saying. So if that was all, all his plan, then it, then it just wasn't because this guy thought that he was going to be the next KF at Iowa State. But that's what he thought. That's what he thought. And and some coaches want want that, right? Some coaches like KF. I mean, I'm sure there was points in KF's career where he could have taken. Oh, yeah. he, he could have, like. Lots of NFL 
after after 2004 and KF was five years deep into Iowa, KF could have, if he was interested, he could have taken over any job that was open in the country. Particularly um, NFL coaches or jobs were coming after him. Specifically, he's been come after by NFL coach, uh, you know, jobs a, a lot. Pause. But some coaches, some coaches, they don't care so much about the longevity. They aren't looking for the 20 year spot. They just kind of, I mean, Ryan Kelly. Uh, fire and maneuver, man. Fire and maneuver. <laughs> Get your three years in, then leave before it can go downhill. It's a pump and dump, baby. You know? like Urban Meyer, as soon as things look like they might be going downhill, I'm having health issues. Go <laughs> uh, what's his face? Um, as soon as Tim Tebow's uh, graduating, I am also graduating. <laughs> head coach of Ole Miss right now. I can't think of his goddamn name. Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. He's been all over the place. I mean – I think that's more based off of behavior. I mean, some of it, but you know, that's that's what some of these coaches are looking for. So it is what it is. But it, it'll be interesting. Two Big Ten West. Speaking of speaking of coaching hires, how can we not talk about this? You see, all Hugh Freeze got back in the SEC. I didn't. Yeah, Auburn's Auburn hired Hugh Freeze. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! That's interesting i don't know is, is auburn what what is auburn a, a, a city in alabama or is it i believe so yeah i think so it's a color auburn auburn alabama the the uh the ladies of the night of auburn alabama are about to get a big old payday unbelievable <laughs> the ladies of the night tugboats <laughs> Oh, Hugh Freeze is coming into town, man. He's going to be the number one client. <laughs> Auburn, Alabama, 78,564 people. Area code 334. And uh, Hugh Freeze is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a bag of presents. Um yeah, so I don't know. The The West now has two new head coaches. Again, like Kevin mentioned earlier, how long is the West even going to be the West? I mean, I'm, I'm when, when uh, UCLA, you know, UCLA and USCA joined the league, then everything's just kind of got to get tossed up a little bit, right? I, that's what I would think. I don't know if they want to split into two eight-team divisions. I think they're talking about doing that or also just doing away with divisions and you just get it like a – you just. Draw you get a random draw of nine teams every year, and the top two records go to the Big Ten championship. That's what I think. That's what that's how I would do it. But then it leaves room for several undefeated teams. You're, uh, yeah, you're right. Would there be, would there ever be a scenario where three undefeated teams would happen? I mean, yeah. If you're only playing nine teams a year, yeah, and there's sixteen teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Shit. Yeah, so I mean that that's the that's the sad thing about these ever expanding um conferences is at some point you're hardly ever gonna be playing anyone from if you were to stay in divisions, you'd play like one cross divisional game a year. Yeah. Yeah, because you yeah. Which Jesus. I wouldn't miss not playing Rutgers, Maryland, or Indiana, but you know. It, 
the Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State games, Ohio State games, those are fun. I think the fans enjoy those. Oh, they're they're fantastic games and they create amazing matchups and memories and and rivalries. I think the the problem here as well is and I've had this conversation on Twitter with people is you know, people want conference championships, right? I think people view Iowa as a tier two Big Ten team, right? Ohio State, arguably for a long time, was the only tier one team. Michigan has probably crept back up into that tier one. And then you're looking at Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan State, maybe, although I don't, they're fucking falling off. They're about to pay Mel Tucker $180 million to get him out of there. So, you know, there, I was a tier two team. And I think the assumption is, at least from what I've gathered from fans and, you know, who cares about any one person's opinion, but people would like to see Iowa win a conference championship once every seven to 10 years. And they'd like to see him compete two or three times every 10 years. Right. And, you know, we've done that over the past decade, you know, since 2015, um, we've been there twice. We were arguably a one game was not. Well, yeah, one, arguably we're one play away in 2015. Um, haven't won one since outright since uh, 2002 or four. Fuck, I don't even remember two when we started. No, I think they, they might have shared both of them. Oh, four. I know they definitely shared with Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's like when there's 16 teams in a conference, I mean, you. <laughs> It, it gets real fucking hard to win a conference championship if there's 16, 18, 20 teams. Those conference championships as a marker of success become much less important. I wonder if you could do something like this is like, you know, you have 16 teams, maybe have like two divisions, but like in each division you have like a pod, like you got a four team, four teams, four teams, four teams. I thought about like pod. a four game tournament at the end of the year or four team tournament. Ooh, a little a little tourney action. That would be cool. That get you an extra game too. Interesting. So you have so four pods of four. Yep. And then the top team from each pod mm-hmm. goes into a four like uh, the the Big Ten's own four team playoff. Basically, yeah. I would not hate that. Wouldn't hate it, but you know, obviously the. TV would love having an extra game to televise. Extra two it, games, yes. It makes the season long. That's a long season, right? And also, then you run the risk of like, okay, well, how are we how are we dicing up these pods, right? Also, would be an issue if they also expand the playoff to another couple rounds, too. Right. Then you now you have college kids who are used to playing 12, 13 games. Now they're playing up to 16 games. Congratulations, college players. It's now... <laughs> The NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you wanted NIL, time, man. If, if if they were to get like a revenue split and like they actually teams actually started paying players like a revenue share, then I think the players would be like all for it. Like I was just gonna yeah. say, would you sign up for it? I'd sign up for it for extra games. games. Yes. Yeah. Make it. Make okay. I, Kev, I might we even argue that. Um, while we're at it, so we got four, four extra weeks. We got we got a whole extra game week uh it's a prep you know it's uh, you know just use the first game week like camp back off, off camp bada big bada boom play the extra at the end you're gonna end up a better team anyways less injuries it's all it's sounds like a kev without take that take the 14 playoff idea within the conference 
and just scrap the pods. And that way you're probably getting, you just take the four best teams and put them in the playoff from that one 16 team division where you're getting nine random matchups or eight random matchups. And now you probably eliminate the, the possibility of five undefeated teams, right? So now you've got, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe one year there's five undefeated teams and the fucking conference is sitting there going, Oh God, what do we do? But I don't think that would be possible. Uh, I, with 16 teams, it would be though. No, because then all five of those teams would all have to play the same other nine teams. Yeah, you're right. Which means that somebody in those other nine teams is not. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. You're right. I think it would. And even if it was, the likelihood of it happening would be like the odds on DRF sports would be crazy. Um, <laughs> speaking of, it is a championship weekend. There's a lot of fun conversation that we can have along, along that shit. Um, we'll keep having these conversations because we now are entering sort of an off season, different kind of uh, mode for this podcast. Um, there's a whole lot more Iowa stuff to talk about too. And we're going to bring that up, but uh, I want to space it out a little bit. Padilla is in the transfer portal. Um, we're going after Chris Murray. Not McCarthy. Evidently not the, uh, McNamara is, is supposedly we're, we're hunting down. Tyler Barnes is in the Hawkeye football accounts are following, quarterbacks all over the place um we've got some people that are all big honorees and being invited to senior bowl so we can we can talk about all of that um after this week but uh for now everybody's favorite segment kev do you even have picks this week i assume you do championship week you swine and what do you think kevin I'm going to be making my picks today on the fly, although it's can't be that hard. There's just championship games to go after. So Charlie Jones over yeah, reception games to choose and receiving yards. Okay. Well, the quarterback might not be playing because his brother died, but what? Um, yeah, Aiden O'Connell's status for the championship game is right now questionable because his brother um, suddenly passed away. Yikes. So that's not good and probably not good regarding Charlie Jones stats during the game. However, I, bet he he per- I would put money on it, but yeah, that's uh, it's definitely something that's heavy going into a, a big time game like that. Um, Kev, give us uh give us your championship picks of the week. So I think you guys know I like to bet unders. A lot, you do. right? Yeah. yeah. Even I'm though a defensive-minded guy. But. I'm a defensive-minded guy. Um, so we're going to do the exact opposite. We're going to go overs all weekend, baby. Wow. Starting off with the American Conference Championship, Tulane versus UCF. They played earlier in the year. Score is 38-31. to 31. I don't think these teams got great defenses at all. I like the over on 56.5. Okay. Moving on to the Big 12 championship game, TCU versus Kansas State. They played each other earlier to a 38-28 game. Good football game. Two good football teams. I like the over on 62. I did too. And lastly, we'll move down south to the SEC, Georgia versus LSU. I don't think LSU's defense is very good. 
but I think their offense might be able to score a little bit, just enough to get the total over 51 for the game. So we're overs club this weekend, baby. The overs club, baby. That's I like it. The game really goes over 51, huh? 51. That'll be an interesting one to follow. I'm, I'm looking at these games. I like a few of these. I like a few of these. I'm going to go to the Pac-12. Uh, USC with a win establishes themselves as the, you know, assuming TCU wins as the fourth team in this playoff and uh, a four conference representation. Um, give me Utah to upset and put a little struggle. Two and a half points. I'm taking the two and a half. Yeah. I mean, they beat them last time straight up. They did. And, um, now, on an alternate line of thinking, uh, USC fighting for their spot in the playoffs, so is TCU. TCU loses to Kansas State, and that's going to throw a wrinkle in things as well. I think TCU, though, dominates. I think TCU is rolling. They mopped Iowa State last week. Um, I see the line at 2.5 on this one as well. Give me the Horned Frogs and a undefeated Horned Frogs in the um, the only undefeated. No, it would be Michigan and them, right? Georgia's also Georgia. undefeated. I and Georgia. Okay, so that's impressive. They've had quite the year. And then let's go to North Texas and UTSA. Okay, I've heard that the Mean Green could, or the Roadrunners. I've heard that this could be a competitive ball game, and I'm seeing eight and a half right now. Give me the mean green. Now they were ass when they came to Kinnick. Uh, you know, back in old 15. I'm looking at the Yep, right there. It's on to Wisconsin. There's a picture of Jordan Kanzeri running away from the mean green defense. We beat the shit out of them. But I think they're going to be able to hang, create a competitive game with the UTSA Roadrunners. Give me North Texas Mean Green to cover the eight and a half points. Those are my three picks. Drake. Drake, you got like eight games to choose from, man. Just why don't you just go ahead and come out give of retirement? Us, give us a few picks. Come on. How about you? They win. Do they cover? But do they win by 17? Michigan, they win. But do they win by 17? Listen, I'm, I'm picking money lines here. I'm, I'm going three and And uh, TCU win. It's because my buddy Tyler from. High school, shout out Dirt, is a big TCU guy. Dirt and Emmy. So okay. we'll go with that. Quote of the week. I'm going money line. I'm going 3-0. and I'm picking yeah, money lines. Yeah, I'm picking money lines because I'm going 3-0. and I think your uh, your TCU pick is now in trouble, Clue. Yeah, I'm probably fucked after that. Um, thanks for listening to us to this year. I saw a couple of you put us in your Spotify rap, similar to Ike and Bo. Some of you had us as your top listen podcast, spending a lot of time with the three of us in your ear. Can't say that's either a good or it's a good or a bad thing. If you listen to this episode today, probably not the best influence, right? And if Kevin ends up as a head coach at some division one school, Hey, don't let him recruit your kid. huh? <laughs> right. Or and no. also, and also, let's all take a nice lesson from our friend Mickey and Lincoln and try not to strangle your wife tonight. Huh? Ah, uh, okay. Good. Love you guys. Uh, we'll be back to re- 
we'll be back to recap the uh, the championship games and uh, and talk a whole bunch of other Iowa news. I think we can get pretty deep into the Iowa quarterback conversation as uh, that whole situation could be flipped on its head as we head into this offseason. But for now, that is 373. Kevin, Drake, and myself are all going to go, um, I don't know, be sad that we didn't win the 2015 Big Ten Championship game. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.